this beginning beginning was So good, it's always oh Everyone should have Not Rafuah Khilkit. Not partial Rafuah. Although we'll take that we'll take that too for whatever it's worth, but we want Shlema. We want a complete one. Yeah. Has it been a month? It's been a few weeks, but at least two weeks. I don't know. Feels like much longer. It feels like two years. <laughs> But it should, it should hopefully that should only like uh, you know arouse our hishtokekut to to learn more and grow more. Boker tov, Brent, All right, so let's grab whoever needs a safer, grab a safer, and come close, everybody. And a big uh, to all the chaver that are still at home, we miss you. We know that uh, you're with us, and we're doing the best we can, and even more than that, Bezrat Hashem. I I said on Shul on Shabbos that. I feel like we're on, we're on the brink of a massive amount of light. I do. I really do. Today's the earth set of someone very special, very close to me in my life. Rishi, you know him too. Michal. Michal Moshe Zeev Ben Natan. Michal Golom. Michal Golom. One of the most special people in the world. A real Yid. A real Avram Avinu Yid. A real Reb Shlomo Chassid. Ten Yishmas Hatzura B'Tzura Chaim. We learn the Yilei Nishmato. We're on Daf Chav Bet, dearest friends. Daf Chav Bet in Achshara Savrichim. Let's zoning back into the PSS Nerebbes. I always feel better. I always feel healthier when, when we're learning PSS It doesn't matter how much I understand. I just feel right. I don't know. I feel writer. There's no word like that. But right on. I feel right on. I feel right on. Okay. No. Let's try to come back and, and plug ourselves in and Bezat Hashem to the right place. You found it? Okay. The last few things we learned, we were speaking about becoming Anashim Mitrakshim, becoming people who are not slaves to their emotions and becoming people that are also not um, stone cold, you know, completely rock solid, but rather <clears throat> that we learn how to activate holy emotions and how to become people that feel. And it's possible. And to basically call out that voice that says to us, you were born like this, this is how you're going to be, and to say, that's not true. 
we're not, I'm not, I'm not, I didn't sign up to that, Bukit of Yos. I didn't sign up to that. And the Rebbe is saying, this whole, this whole Sefer is basically guiding us, Lehachshir, to prepare us, Lehachshir, Hachshara, to prepare us, to understand how that actually works, Blemaisa Bafoal. So, there must have been some kind of a notion back then that people were said, feeling things, that's only for the real big people. Like really feeling things, that's only for those grace of tzaddikim. They really feel things. You see the tzaddikim by the tish, their hands are like this. They really feel. The Baal Shem Tov's, one of his chidushim was napitom. That it cannot be that this world of emotions, of itrakshut, was only designated just for them. It has to be for every single person. Elamai, but what? Is that we, we, we just don't have the proper hachshara. We don't have the proper preparation, the guidance, as to how these things work. And here the Rebbe comes and says, you know, like, yalla, bonas, you know, I, I quoted that, that line again last night. We have on Sunday nights this course that we're doing for the Bnei Machshavatova online with this amazing amazing group of people. It's a chevra. I don't know, how many, how many signed up to the course? 29? It's, it's absolutely out of this world. People from mamash all over the world, places in Canada I never heard of, places in New York I never even heard of, places in California I never heard of. And everyone is mamish mesmerized by the fact that the Piyasetzen Rebbe went into Olam HaEmes without even knowing if any of us would probably ever even know about him. And we're sitting here, and we're feeling he's, like, we have to remind ourselves, oh, his end was that he was killed by a Nazi. But it's Bichlal not even part of our relationship to the Rebbe. Because the Rebbe is Chai V'Kayim. His words are Chai V'Kayim because he is talking to you and I today. And it gets clearer and clearer with every chapter that we learn. So let's continue now. Daf Chav this is the second part of Peregimel. Emor me'ata. From now on we say like this. Afilu im yit'eh mi shehu lemor sheitlaavut ba'avoda rak aliyahi. People may be mistaken and say he's tlaavut, feeling the fire of being an Eved Hashem. That's rak aliyahi. It's only for those that are, in yeshiva terms they say, holding. You've heard that terminology before? Where are you holding? I'm holding. No, no, no. Where are you holding, right? They say, ah, the chaver that are holding, they are the ones that entertain hitlavut. Sherak bnei aliyat zrichim lishtadel la velo kol echad. If someone says that, vafilu im yefetcha yitzrecha lemor sheachol atal yot chavrech hasid beloit lavut, and he says, and maybe your yetzer will come and lefatot otcha. That means seduce you. Your yetzer may come and seduce you, and what's the seduction? One of the forms of this of seduction of the yetzer it comes and tells you you can be a chassid without being on fire. <laughs> the pesach nerebes says, "Call that out right away." That's the yetzer coming and telling you it's okay. You can be a, you can be in it. You can be in this game without feeling it. You're not. Afshein mochi achol asig b'shum ofen. Even though, in my mind, the Rebbe says, I can't grasp how anyone could be a chassid without hitlavut. That was the beginning of any, 
any, any of the motions of prophecy, the beginning was a moment, a state of itlavut. Third line from the bottom of this is, to us, this is very, very important. I see Rav Beryl Wine is giving a very interesting shir this Wednesday night. I don't know where it is, but I definitely want to get the recording. He's speaking about, you guys know Rav Beryl Wine, right? Wow, what a giant in our generation. Mamish a giant. I heard him when he came here once to, uh, the Zeit Ranan. Amazing. Off the charts. Absolutely Amazing. So he's in the book of Tovachi. So Rav Beryl Wine, he is, he is giving a shir this Wednesday night. Probably, you know what? Probably his shul is on Asi, right? Yes. Anasi in Yerushalayim. Probably there. He was in Yerushalayim. And he's speaking about basically how all the paths that went, that... Uh, how all paths led to Hasidut to make Hasidut happen, like from Rav Beryl Wine. It should be, it should be amazing. We'll get, we'll get, we'll get the, the recording by Hashem. Okay, so why, why are we saying this? The P.S.S. Rebbe over here is saying, everyone understands today, Kvar kol echad yodea umevin, she'i efshar lehikare chasid. Boketov, achim. Rufuot shleima. Welcome home. Everyone understands today, the Rebbe says. Now, when is the Rebbe writing this? It's very important to remember. When is the Rebbe writing these words? Between, between World War I and World War II. What does that mean about how many years of Hasidus were already taking place? 150. Oh, yeah, about 160 years. He's saying today, everyone understands that this, this notion of for the last few years that it's possible to just be some, to be called a chassid because you're born into it, it doesn't cut it anymore. It doesn't cut it anymore. Now you and I have met many chassidim that, I've told you this many times, that when you tell a chassid, Reb Shlomo just said, I, I just heard him say this, that he, I, I didn't just hear him say, I just heard a recording of him saying this, right? <laughs> Don't think I'm starting to mean, <laughs> COVID did mess us up, and not, not, hopefully not to that extent. He said that this, this friend of his that he knew for many years ago, uh, wanted to show him a neighborhood in Borough Park. For some reason, this chassid showed Reb Shlomo every single store that now was selling only Chalav Yisrael in Borough Park. I didn't realize there was such a concept that there would be a store that wouldn't sell Chalav Yisrael in Borough Park, but this was the 60s, uh, 70s, early 70s. So he said, after he showed me every single store that only sold Chalav Yisrael, I said to him, he said he knew he was a Baba Verchassin, I think. So he said to him a, a story from the Heiliger Baba Verleva. And uh, so he said, ah, Shleim, cute. That day, later that day, he was walking, set on 42nd Street, and he sees one of the older chavra that he knew from the House of Love and Prayer. There was any, I don't know how he afforded to get to New York from San Francisco, but he, he did. One of these hippies got to San Francisco, got to New York. Ibn Shlomo said, this guy really did, couldn't care less about Chal of Israel or not. Right? But, Ibn Shlomo said, I decided to tell him the same story and see what happened to him. And he's stuck in tears. <laughs> right? So Ibn Shlomo was saying, so which one? Which one is right? So I want you to know, Ibn Shlomo said, they're both right and they're both wrong. He says, because the Rabbanu Shleilam wants us to eat Chalav Yisrael. That's what he said. 
And the Rebbe Shalom wants me to be an Ishmi Tragesh, that when I hear a story about the Baba Rebbe, that does something to me. Chayav liot shnehem. But what happened was, is that many people, Yisrael and I were just talking about this, Paul Simon was born into Judaism, and he never felt that it was his, the way he got Yiddish guy, never felt like it was like, you know, like he wanted to be Mitragesh from it, but it was more shoved down his throat. So by Hasidim also, just because a guy's wearing a, you know, a Shtaimel and Payas and the whole deal, we think, because we get turned on by Hasidim, oh wow, I can't wait to share with him a Baba Vernigun. It could be that's the last thing in the world he wants to hear. But wait a second, you're a Baba Verchasid and you have the look. He's like, you think I chose this, right? But if you want to, the Rebbe is saying over here, if you want to call yourself a Chassid, now, now he's saying, no, no, now he's saying, that's next love. I want to consider myself a Chassid. He's like, don't think that you can get away with it without becoming an Ishmit Ragesh. It won't work. It's not real. It's not Emes. Now, I want to say that I don't even, I don't, I don't think he's only speaking about a Chassid. I would love to say that he's speaking about an Ish Yehudi. Just a Yehud, just to be a Yehudi. No? Why, why limit it just to Chassidus? Like what? Mapitom. It should be an Ish, Ish Yehudi, to be a Yid. I think, yeah, Eli. I was, I was thinking, so there were certain prerequisites from the Nevi'im, the school's Nevi'im. It seems to be saying that one of the, one of the things here, because he brings up Nevoah again. It brings up? It brings up Nevoah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, is to be this type of a, to be this type of a person. Because the only Navi, quote unquote, who never, who didn't experience that was Bilam, right? And he's very Yikar. Mm-hmm. Right? He's car. Happenstance. Right? Yeah. Yeah. But, and he's the only one who was begaling Nayim and he's standing up. Right. But every other Navi falls flat on his face because he passes out from the emotion. Right. right? It just, it's a, this, is the, this is how we do things. <laughs> and every Navi had to have a, an orchestra surrounding him. Yeah. That what they knew exactly, like Rav Nachman writes in, in, in the Kutimara, I think it's Nunvav, where the, the prophets knew, the, the, the Baalim and Agnim that surrounded the prophets before they were prophesied, they knew exactly which notes to you know, press on because they, they were doing a, an Azamra, they were doing Birurim of exactly which notes to press, which notes not to press. And the prophet knew that it was the, his his state of nevuah was dependent on the emotional arousal that he would he would be stimulated by the people surrounding him. <coughs> Bilam had no Indian with that. It wasn't even a loshayach. Okay. Also, I, I I should have just read one more line. I said before it's not even a chassid that can be a person like this. Velo od elagam oved Hashem pashut i efshar liot bedat bilvad. We just turned the page. No, it's the next page now. He's saying not just to be called a chassid, do you need more than just, you know, uh, being excited. He said, even to be an Eved Hashem Pashut, you can't just be at Bedat Bilvad, like knowing what's right and knowing what's wrong. That's not going to, the Rebbe says, that's not even really giving you the title of being an Eved Hashem. Even to be a servant of God needs more than that. The fact that I know that this is good or this is bad. I mean, what does that sound like? Knowing, knowing what's good and what's bad. That, that you know, that's how sin began in this world. It's a dat tovara. I know what's good, I know what's bad. I could still make the wrong decisions in the world. I need more than that. Zot sot this I should do. Zot this to refrain from. Kimi she'oved rak bedaato levad. 
A person that's only working with that, knowing this is right and knowing this is wrong. But a person that knows in his that, that yes, I know that I should fear God, I should love God, I should love his Torah, his mitzvahs, his children, his Am Bnei Yisrael. But he's not excited, he's not emotional about it at all. I know that I have to do this. There's no difference between this person and someone that's counseling someone, giving them correct uh, information. I wonder how he says that in there, in the, in the, in the translation. But here, the way, we, the, way we, the way I understood it is that there's no difference between a, like a person that knows all the information, but he's not mitragesh mizeh. There's no difference between someone himself and someone that doesn't have any dat, and he lusts everything bad and ugly in the world. The only difference is what? What's the only difference between a person like that and a person like that? The two, two, two types of people? He doesn't do anything wrong. He ends up not doing something wrong. But that's... How come he ends up not doing something wrong? Because at that moment, his dot maybe is a little bit, he doesn't want to look bad, or whatever the reason is. You know, when Yedidia and I were in yeshiva together, I wonder, I'm not going to say the name, but I wonder if you could recall this. There was one wedding. One, um, no, slicha, what am I talking about? It was your Shabbos chasan. We danced from yeshiva to where we ate lunch. We ate lunch in the Merkaz? In the Beit HaAracha. Nachon, nachon. We, we, we ate lunch in the Beit HaAracha, which is now the, the Hezdi Yeshiva, Rav Neria's Hezdi Yeshiva. You know where that is? Where Shirat Shlomo used to be? Do you guys know where that is? Other side of it, right across the from Rabbi, Rabbi Riskin's house. <coughs> that building that was there. Today it's a, it's a Hezdi Yeshiva, Rav Neria's Hezdi Yeshiva. One guy, Mamash, this thing stuck with me. He never showed any emotion. Nothing. But he knew it was a mitzvah to mesameach chatan v'kala. I remember him till today dancing like as if this was the like the moment that his whole life he was waiting for, dancing you to lunch. We got back to lunch and he was back to just being completely nothing, GPS, nothing. And I remember I looked at him, so on the one hand... That's a gewalt because he really is, he's not, he's not, he's not such an Ishmit Ragesh. But he decided on the level of that to know I'm putting my, my Hitragshut into a mitzvah. Is that a gewalt? I'll take that. <laughs> right? But the Rebbe is saying there's more. But I remember that imagery till today, Mamash. I remember that imagery of walking, dancing you to, to, to lunch. Okay. So the Rebbe says, in the sixth line here, there's no difference between a person like that and a, di- and a person that wants everything bad in the world. He just doesn't end up doing everything bad in the world. Not only does a person like this not mitragesh to anything... <coughs> Holy, he's mitragesh to things that are very, very, very not holy, or things that are very ugly. Meaning, 
We're not speaking here about a stone-cold person. Now we're talking about a person that knows what excitement is. What are you getting excited about? What are you getting excited about? Uh, I mean, the, the, uh, Hashem runs the world in a really real, r- weird way. There, if, I, I've been seeing this recently. If you want to get kids really excited about Torah, you have to refer them to the latest Amari post. Do you know this? Amari Stoudemire. He's, he's writing these posts about... Learning Torah is the coolest thing in the world because you're taking God's wisdom. It's like saying the Alter Rebbe. He's saying you're taking Hashem's wisdom and putting it into your own brain and you're becoming one with God's brain. A kid, a kid is going to get, and today a kid in American culture is going to get excited about that a million times over than any nigan, than any vort, than anything he hears. It's just the way it is. It's just the way it is. So... It's possible to get kids. Kids are excited. They are. The Shilas, what, what are they excited about? Forget kids. What about us? What really gets us ex- excited about things? So I think the Rebbe is not, now he's really addressing the fact that we've all noticed we get excited about a lot of things, whether it's poppers or whether it's I, what, anything. You know it's in you. The Shaila is, Hachsharat Avrechim. How do I machshir myself? To like go like this with the wheel. Like, okay, I know I'm an ex- I know I have it in me, but do I want to stay excited about these things or do I want to turn I want to turn the wheel? And the Rebbe, I think he's calling out to the people that are saying, I can't be a person that gets excited over holiness. I'll appreciate it, I'll do my best. So the Rebbe is saying, Okay, but don't call yourself a chassid and don't really call yourself an Eved Hashem either. Because an Eved Hashem has to be able to understand how to become excited over Kedusha. That it actually excites you. That it actually excites you. And that's a, that's a wonderful thing. It's a big thing. It is. It's a very big thing. But, and it doesn't happen overnight. It takes a long time. But let's, he's calling things out and he's saying, this is mamash, what it's like. I mean, who wants to give any etza in terms of like, What's a method that's worked for you that has actually changed your excitement from into things that are probably not so shayach to things that actually do excite you, that, 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 that are shayach? Has anything actually worked on a methodology level? Does anyone want to have anything? Well, hanging out with the, uh, <clears throat> the Balei Tshuva, they don't know that you're really not supposed to get excited. They know it's, we know it's us to get excited. They don't know that yet. What do you mean? Well, because like, we it's know. No, wait, oh. you know, if you, say, if, if you right. say Kiddush for three hours, you right. know, so everyone's going to kill you, you know, and if you say a bracha for two minutes, everyone's going to think you're weird, but they don't know that yet. Right, right. right. They don't know right. that yet. Right. And so like, they do it. Like, they're like really into it. Right. Or like, I've seen like, you know, like, they dance at weddings. Like, they don't know you're not supposed to really, you know, let loose. And they do. <laughs> you are being sarcastic. Yeah. No, I'm being totally true. Because no, no, no. When you say you're not supposed to, you're saying. No, I'm, so I'm saying is, is that how that's how I live my life? Right, right. Okay, so it's not that you're not supposed to. It's kilu like the adain lo hadavar hanahu. Okay, adain. Yeah, right. Yeah, but they they just let loose, and I said, yeah. I wish I was like that. I could just let loose. Well, like I could say a bracha, like it was like. This is the highest thing in the world. Right. And I just, it just reminds me. Right. That's, that's the MS. Hanging around people that are not caught in this, uh, right. you know, 
putting up the wall of a... No, I, I shouldn't really be showing too much right. emotion. It's like Pesach. If we could, like, bottle Pesach. Yeah. Yeah. Their, their kids have it down, though. They'll, right. let, their, they'll let their dads... Yeah. Crazy, and they're, yeah. like, they're like way oh, back. Right. They don't want you to do it. Well, my daughter was five years old. She's now she's 30 and married. But when she was five years old, she'd come down every morning, she'd have cornflakes, and then she'd say Shechiano. <laughs> every <laughs> single morning. On today? Huh? On the new day? Uh, on the, on the, yes, new. <laughs> and I said to myself, I'm not going to say anything because the whole thing in the world, but I know it's going to stop. Right, but can you imagine that voice in you that says, I really, sh- like, my avoida is <laughs> that I should not, that I should teach my child that this bracha is possible, right? Right. Like we said, the Abdur Rebbe said, if you want to get into davening, the, the best thing to get into real strong davening is to hang around people that are davening, right? It really is. I think it really is about, I mean, maybe, that, maybe that's why he was so... Makpidan, a Chabura style, the, the PSS Nerebbe, because he was saying all these things are amazing until, it, until it's not. But when you're around people that are feeling amazing, it continues and you feel safe and you don't feel weird and it's not a lonely feeling. Nachon. Nachon. All right. That's good. That, that was good. <coughs> okay, let's continue inside. Ve'ha'im, we're about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, eight lines in. Ve'ha'im, b'chol eis v'chol sha'a, b'yom uv'alayla, yuchal ha'av b'da'ato habari, l'ashgiach al b'noa meshuga, rachman al itzlan, ha'shoef b'chol rega rak l'chabel u'l'abed, k'shirak ya'if ha'av et eno mimeno, yevatsea et mezimotav ha'raot, u'vin rega et kol ha'bayit, l'churbay ya'afoch. Can a father, he says, can a father really be on, on call every single second to make sure that his Meshuggah and his son doesn't burn down the house? Okay, so what is he referring to over here? He's saying, at a certain point, I can know all the things in the world, but I'm going to need more to prevent real, real damage. You hear that? This is very important. He's saying, I can have all the data in the world, but at a certain point, I, I can't... Like he's saying, those people that have to mashgiach every single second over themselves, um, knowing that it's the, it's the wrong thing to let loose over there, they're going to lose it. Now, what do you need in order to like to kind of mashlim the the I would say the shlita over yourself? It's not just das. It's not just das. It's islam. It's islavus. You're going to burn out. If if everything in your life is about knowing that this is the wrong thing and thinking like, wow. I go from Shabbos to Shabbos and I, Baruch Hashem, didn't do Averas. Even if you didn't do Averas, next week you're going to do Averas. You are. And if not next week, it'll be the week after. But even more than that, even your Avaidah of not doing Averas didn't fill your heart with anything. It didn't give you anything. You need Hislavus. You need to have emotion. You need to be an Ishmit Ragesh in order... It's, by the way, it's the same thing with husband and wife. I, I know that I didn't get mad at my wife all week. I know that's the wrong thing. So I didn't get mad at my wife all week. And if that's actually how you look at your relationship, you're going to get mad at your... First of all, your wife probably hates you. Probably. Second of all, you're going you're gonna to have a fight next week. You're going to. Because what you need more than that. You need hislavus. You need passion. What do you mean? I brought her flowers from Friday. 
You brought her flowers on Friday because you knew that's the right thing. Yeah, and where'd you put the flowers? Well, I came in the house, I left it around the counter, and she knows what to do with it. It's the right thing. <laughs> it's the right thing. You guys are going to, you guys are going to, you're building a korban. So the Rebbe is saying, you can't constantly, and you know, I, I know that there's different shitas and 12 steps regarding this Indian, that at a certain point, if a person is only counting days, Right? They're only counting how they didn't fall today, but there's no hislavus in the life that they're engaging in. They're toast. They're toast. It's not going to last. And even, if it does, and even if it lasts for a long time, it's a long time of bitterness. It's a long time. Of, so you could say, well, I'm alive. You, okay, you're alive, but you're not, you're not living. Yeah, Eileen. So I was reading slightly different. The unique hislavus, but... The, 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 the of something that's going to happen, that happens with you, and Mimela. Usually, usually, the way that it erupts, is not in ways that are naturally erupting Bekdusha. But guess what? Who, 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 whose blueprint was that? Yours? You created that? Did you, did you or I create that to be the nature of the beast? Not be told. That's the Rebunishleon's creation. I think it's very important to remind ourselves, that is the Rebunishleon, that I created Nefesh Bahamas. Did we create the animal soul? Mapitum. We didn't. Oh, I remember that. That means, okay, it can't be that you're a cruel god, that you throw in me this nefesh bahamis that, that knows how to get excited, and it's only after behemius, after, you know, right? It has to be that there's something so much more uh, available to us, more than just being aware of the, 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 that these things actually exist. And this is the avoda of hachshara, of steering the wheel, to calling things out and be like, well, I know I'm a passionate person, but Rebbe already told me, every time I have a passion, even if it's something bad, it's a petach of the gilui of the nefesh. It's an opening to discover who I really am. Take advantage of each one of it. But know what you're aiming towards. What's the goal? What's the, what's the hachshara towards? Okay. B'shum ofen bilvad. A person cannot be shamer on himself just in das. If you don't know, if there's not even any game plan as to how to take this world of Islavos to the right place, he uses here very bold Lashon. He says over here, they're going to stay like a Kelev and Achbar, a dog and a, and a rat. A dog and a rat. Nefesh Baham is greater. There's no marrying into Nefesh Elokis. There's no Klipas Noga. It's not even Klipas Noga. Klipas Noga is both. It's, it just stays on that side of, like the Altebra would probably say, Gimel Klipas Atmeus, the ones that don't have, like, you know, things that are us. It kind of joins that world. And if, when a person's sleeping and his das is not with him, God forbid, does he not have to be a Jew in that moment? 
גם כשהוא ער, אי אפשר להשגיח על בן המשוגע בלי הרף. When you're sleeping, your das isn't with yourself. So what could you say about yourself in a moment where your dad isn't with you? Say, listen, I, I'm putter. Like, whatever happens, happens. So if that's true when you're sleeping, that you have to mashgiach on yourself to a certain extent, but you don't really have the opportunity to, how much more so than when you're awake? Correct. Correct. Because all the dot in the world that I know during the day may not really mashpia on who I am when I'm in a state of non-dot, which is sleeping. Nachon. So I guess you could say, like, subconsciously, emotions have some more power there. Just, just uh, absol- thinking, absolutely. Behechlet. Now, I, now it's, here I do think he means actually when you're actually sleeping. But I think he also means when, when you can't be on call every second to watch this, like also when you're, when you're awake. But there's, there's got to be a place where you have to, I need to have a place, tachatzel, I, I need to rest. I need to, hisha'anu tachatzel. It's like, <clears throat> I have to rest during the day at a certain moment. I can't be every, every single second on this like... Uh, This patrol of, uh, you know, this self-patrol, right? I'll, I'll lose my mind. I'll, I'll lose it. Eh, you can't. It can't be the design, right? So even when you're awake, but you need to rest a little bit, so the more that my Yislavos bichlal in life are for things that are Kaddosh, then the more that I'm, so to speak, resting during the day, it doesn't, I don't, it's not like I have to be scared, like, uh-oh, who's going to come out and play now? <laughs> See, that's what, what makes this so revolutionary is that the whole world is about, the world we live in today is that basically the battle regarding the subconscious we lost because, like, you know, we just have to find the right jingle and we all know what we're talking about. Right. And so all the world of media is all about the subconscious, getting right. into our subconscious, right. getting over our subconscious. Right. And, and here, there's like a shita inside of our tradition that... Take the nefesh bemi. They try to do a shechita, but don't right. try to incorporate it. And he's saying, no. If you're going to be on fire, then all of you are going to be on fire, right. including the nefesh bemi, right. which is a very dangerous thing to to, to, right. to say. Right. But he's saying, but but I I can help you machshu yourself, so you can do it. Well, right. Okay, wow. Right. I can breathe now because the other shechita says to me that that vo- that that part of you, the nefesh bahamis. needs to be shechted. Yeah. And I've been trying for three Gilgulim already to shecht it, and it's not working. Right. I didn't learn Tanya yet, so I don't know that. It's like, that's not the real avoider, right? It's also interesting, sorry. It's so not interrupting. It's this. <laughs> we say how our generation connects to, to the Rebbe like this, and it's, it's a very, our, our generation, though people are very mental in, in, in a thinking way, I'm saying, but 
it is a very emotional generation. People are absolutely running with their emotions, or their emotions are running them, or whatever. But, it has to be both. You see, yeah. the Rebbe is not saying over here, chuck that away. No. But what he's saying is that without the Islavus is almost uh, uh, preparing yourself for future failure. It, it ha- of course, it has to be both. It has to be both. I'm just thinking right now, it's a, like, Chav, someone asked me yesterday, is the reason why Chava's name Chava because she experienced the Tov and the Ra? I think that was the question that came in yesterday. Like, is that why her name is Chava? Because she actually experienced Tov and Ra? Good and bad? She ex- <laughs> it's a very deep question, right? That's interesting. Yeah. Whatever, it was a different, it was a little bit of a different context. Just made me think about this already right now. You know, but this, this Indian, I think the boys, I remember we were learning B'lim Achshava Tova. There was this sense of each of us can admit, especially when it comes to the stuff with Shmira Sabris and all that whole world that we're working through all the time constantly is that if I am Matzliach to not fall in that area, but it only came about that I was babysitting all day long, I'm going to hate Hashem. I'm going to hate the desire. I'm going to hate, mamash, I'm going to, it's, it's horrible to say such words, but I'm going to, I'm going to hate this program. Because I'm, what is it? Like, wh- why am I going to end up hating the program? Because you're using the wrong tools. Right? Yeah. It's like, if everything looks, if everything, if all you have is a hammer, everything looks like a nail. Right, right. right. So you smash screws. That's silly. Right. <laughs> and you're frustrated. Right. It doesn't work. And the Rebbe, so, so what's the Rebbe saying regarding, like, let's take what I just said right now. What is the Rebbe saying in terms of the Avodah of Shmira Sabris, let's just say for now, that he's saying that with, his, with, with Hislavus, the Shmira is still there, but it's not as, as painful. Or it's not as, like... Um, Even more so. Yeah. Taking that, that fire or that passion, and then you know what that passion is, but maybe you're now focusing it towards something that you want to focus it towards, as opposed to something that's just coming out of nowhere and you're not in control of. or that That's the ultimate. What, what you're saying, I think, is the ultimate already. That's already like, that I'm actually taking that same answer and I've already flipped it over to the, that's, that's the highest. I mean, we're talking about um, directing our emotions and these feelings. So it's like, all of a sudden you have a stirring, a passion, a, or whatever it is, and it's like, okay, now let's use this Let's use this. Let's, right. Let's, as opposed to as opposed to the dad tells you let's 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 suppress let's, 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 let's annihilate it and nachon. <coughs> now that's true about everything. I mean, bali chuvas that start with Shabbos. I think that like their whole Indian of if Shabbos really is refraining from melacha, and that is what my dad tells me the whole time, and I kept Shabbos. So I once heard a gavat thing saying a lot of people keep Shabbos but they're not shemer Shabbos, right? What is, what is Shomer Shabbos? Shomer Shabbos is that my mind wasn't busy on making sure I wasn't doing Averas over Shabbos. My mind was busy. There was bliss taking place in my life. My emotional side was, 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 was activated in things, and then that makes the keeping of the halachas, that makes the keeping of the halachas uh, I, I don't know if the word easier, I don't like the word easier, but what, is it, what does it do to the world of the dat? 
Like if there's oneg on Shabbos, then what does that do to the world of Da'at, of what you can or can't do on Shabbos? What's the right it's word? It's sweeter. It, yeah. it makes it natural. Natural? Natural. Natural. Okay, wait, wait, one second. That's a ve- that could be a very good word. It becomes more natural. And if something's natural for me, therefore, therefore, what do I do with it? Or what do I, don't, what do I not have to do with it? I don't have to fight. I don't have to fight. Right. Okay, I don't have to fight. I don't have to fight it so much. So when, the, when my nature is more activated, hachshara, towards Kedusha, my, I'm naturally more stimulated after the proper guidance by things that are Kadosh. It's not that I can let my guard down. It's just that my nature takes me more to the place that I really do want desire to be in. But I can't completely let my guard down. That's also like, you know, and I put you like, can't say, oh, listen, my, I, I naturally get turned on by Kedusha. Let me walk into a God, you know, Hashem Yishmur. It's like, it's like riding, <clears throat> riding on, a, on a race car. You're on a track. Right. If you take off off the track and end up in the weeds and the bushes and so on and so forth, you're still going fast, but you might get killed. Yeah. But you can have the same exhilaration riding on a track. You're, you're on a track. Right. You know exactly where you're going. Right. But you're still flying and that feeling of wow, the you know the the the, the sheer exhilaration of speed yeah. is available on the track, but then it's controlled. Right. Don't be you know you can also free, you, can, you can do a lot of things wrong on the track. Right. The whole, <laughs> yeah. but absolutely. Track, absolutely. You want to say something? Someone raised. No, I was just thinking that that um, you can live your life. I like the muscle of the the father with das. And the, and the wild sun, right? Whether you want to say that's your nefesh alukis and your nefesh Bahamas, or it's your das and it's your emotion, you, you can be living in this battle, but maybe a word also instead of natural is, is that there's sensitivity, that there's the wild sun gets some emotional sensitivity to what the das is, right? And then there's a fusion between the two. Then the two can live in harmony. And you can then your shabbos can really be great. Then mm. you can be one with the kaddish baruch. I was just thinking yesterday in the hayom yom, the <coughs> a teacher of the Baal Shem Tov, based on last week's parsha, which was also on the BMT list about the chamor. When you see a chamor of your enemy, so the Baal Shem Tov says that when you see the chamor, what's chamor? Chamor is lashon of, of physicality, gashmias, chomer. When you see that chamer of yourself, when you see that coarse gashmas of yourself, when you see that wild sun, right? When you see the wild sun, that's your enemy. It's your enemy because it hates you. It hates your das. <laughs> that's your... It's right. your Friction, says, yeah. Your, right? He says, what does the Baal say? Help him. Don't break him. Help him, right? So even though it's your enemy, you want to help that wild sun. You want to give it a sensitivity of the das to go on with your life and to, to be able to um, have this fusion and to live a life of meaning with unity with the Kaddish Baruch Hu. Mm-hmm. At the end of the day, he's not your enemy, he's your son. He's, right. right. He's but he is your enemy. He's, right, but he's, he's, he's your son. He's your opponent. He's your opponent, but he's not your enemy. Someone, someone said a beautiful marshal that Ravimental Futrafas said, he said, you know, Ravimental Futrafas was in, um, in the, in the Gulags, right, in Siberia. A lot of Mishalim were things that he would learn from different people there, different prisoners. So he would learn from this, uh, this non-Jewish prisoner who spoke about how, back in the day, before we were here, I used to catch wild horses. 
I used to, you know, bring in these wild horses and they would like, he said they would like, I guess, corral like this whole group of these wild horses and they like sort of move them and push them towards a, a river where the current was against them and they pushed them all in and the horses would swim across the river and he said the most fantastic horses would, would, would be able to get the way through but he said the best of the best horses once they got through they'd look back and they would, they would help the other, mm-hmm. the other horses and pull them through and they know those were the prize horses and he said and the guy said that once we, had, we identified the best horses there we would train them but we would never beat them with a stick we would beat them with a soft whip to bring them into place and Ramendo Futterpa said our nefesh of Bahamas, we're from Klippas Noga, we're getting, we have that sensitivity. We look back. And he said, but once it's identified that we have a special soul, and we go through, even our nefesh Bahamas, don't break it with a stick. You have to create that, that fusion of the, of the das and, and the emotion with sensitivity. You beat it, but with, with a soft whip. And then you recognize that we are, we're the most prized souls mm. in the world. Maybe that's why, Yeshua, you were saying that it's revolutionary because maybe until this time that the only way that Mechanchim knew how to, how to relate to these inyanim with their, with their students was only one way. It's too hard. So it's too, that other side is too... Strong. T- seduc- uh, yeah, seductive. So the only way is the whip. I'm not just talking that the people would get hit. I'm just saying in the machshava. The only way to deal with the, you said enemy, you said opponent, and he said son, mm-hmm. but whatever it is, is it's to break, it. it's to break right. And, and the, that world came from the world of Da'at. That, that, the Da'at says that's the only way to deal with it. And here he's saying, good luck. <laughs> good luck. That's not, you know, that mushroom is beautiful. Yeah. It's an absolutely gorgeous mushroom. Yeah. It's to, it's to, it's not, but it's also not to ignore it. It's not saying, it's not, this is this is what's chashuv. This is There's about no rest. To, huh? There's no rest. That's that's what I'm nerv- That's what I'm just like a little bit nervous about saying. I hope no one understands here. That's, listen, we learned it's it's not an opponent. It's not an enemy. It's your son. Just have him come and play in the backyard. Good luck, Gumkin. There is no rest, but the shail is within the non-resting stage. How do you approach it? And I think it's a little more trust. Like you kind of trust that you'll. Maybe do the right thing, even without the, the you know, even without. It's a process to get to the place of trusting not, that you not complete trust, but like that sensitive trust. Yeah, like you're saying, it'll take time. I don't know. I think he's saying, and certainly the time is saying, it, no, it'll go wrong. <clears throat> it'll go wrong. It will go wrong. It's a wild sun, like what Shulman was saying. Like, all right, if you're counting the days, it's it's gonna go wrong. Unless, but, is it, but is it a trust that, like, it'll go wrong, but everything will turn out all right? You know? It's a trust that, like, my son will, will maybe now they're stealing a stereo, but, like, and they'll get in trouble, and they'll, you know, they'll, they'll the hopefully have a consequence, the hopefully. But hopefully it won't be a car. Two years I don't think so. I think he's saying it will be a car. <laughs> no? Well, if you don't, I mean, if you don't, if you don't have it. You know, I think I think it will be. And the Shaila is if you can detect it ready now when they, when, when it's just about cereal, mm-hmm. and you do it with the proper sensitivity, then it won't end up being. I trust that my shita of approaching this other side won't end up being something. Cars or houses or <laughs> whatever. They're, 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 listen, there's a, there's a lot here. Uh, we're not. Sorry, one more paragraph because then he starts talking about.
what, <coughs> what causes him to lose hair. Listen, just, just one more short paragraph. Ve'od rami zehu, she'gam b'sha'ah she'mashgiach al atzmo, sof kol sof, lo da'ato al atzmo, v'agashotav ha'megushamim sholet, rak lahefech, atzmo v'agashotav al da'ato sholtim. Mesalfim hemet da'ato la'avin l'ra, tov ve'latov ra. What ends up happening? What is he saying? Complete imbalance. What ends up happening is that I think I have to go the other way, but the other way takes me to a place that my emotions, mesalef, what's the right word in English for mesalef? Distorts my, my concept of tovara. So it can't just be all emotions and it can't just be all that. Because either way, I'm losing. Vapasukomer, says in Mishle, kol derech ish yashar be'enav. Vilama gamla ganav darko asher kokach ra yashar be'enav. How could it be that a ganav, you know, Rabbi Riskin told us, I'll never forget this, this was my first week in yeshiva. He said that when it comes to self-justification, everyone is the greatest professor. <laughs> Something like that, huh? Everyone's the biggest Tamer Chacham when it comes to self-justification. So he said, so how could it be that a Ganav in his, in his derech, in his, how could he self-justify this derech? How could a Ganav self-justify himself? Pashut meod. Velo yavin et davar ha-pashut asher kol echad mevin. And he doesn't understand that, which everyone understands that what? It's asher to steal. Mipnei she'atzmuto u'retzono ha-ra'im because it really is possible to steal and to feel that you are doing the right thing. How could that be? In what world does that work? How could that be? I mean, now you're all trying to like, remember, like remind yourselves, like when, you were, when we were shoplifting in high school, how did I justify it, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm, looking, I'm looking for yeah. <laughs> what, <laughs> Whatever it is, whatever you guys did, I'm sure it was pretty nasty. Pretty, pretty cool. <laughs> whatever was happening in the gulag, whatever, whatever it is, how could it be there are things that are upright wrong, right? We still allow ourselves to actually pull through, and in my mind, he says, based on Mishle, it's even yashar. It's even like this is the correct thing to do. How could a person come to such a siluf? Because it is possible that your emotions can completely take over and shift your dot and redefine what's right and what's wrong in this world. What's the right thing to do? What's the wrong thing to do? It is possible. So if we see that that's possible and this is possible, what, what, what are we basically saying? Ah, I see. I need... Guidance. I need instructors. I, I see that without the proper hachshara of all my emotional <laughs> and my intellect, my faculties, I could take the emas and sway it to anything that I want it to mean, to mean for me. That's very dangerous. But let's at least call that out and see that's possible. So yalla, this is, this is the avodo. Pesot Hashem will continue this on Wednesday. Yosha everyone, feel good. Feel strong. Good chaydesh. Oh,